Hi, I'm Dr. Holly Tett, and with over a decade working in clinical psychology and dog behaviour, I've built my business into a small but mighty empire, allowing me to help thousands of dogs and their people each year. And the best bit? I'm no longer burning myself out in the process. And now I'd love to help you to do the same. This is the first dog trainer podcast to delve into the real talk when it comes to working as a dog professional, the highs, the lows, and how to provide emotional support for the dog, the human caregiver, and also for you, the trainer. So if you're a force-free dog pro who cares deeply for the dogs and people that you help, you are in the right place. Welcome to training dogs, training people, and keeping our together. Hi there, welcome back to the podcast. And this episode is in honor of Mental Health Awareness Week. So it's Mental Health Awareness Week in the UK this week and this is something that I'm obviously really passionate about as a dual trained psychologist and clinical dog behaviourist. Mental health for me is the most important thing, it's the most um, talked about thing on this podcast for sure and also within my Facebook group and everything that I do because without it, without good mental well-being or at least the ability to cope when things aren't going so well, of course our relationship with our dog suffers 100% and if you're a business owner as most of you are that listen to this podcast your business is going to suffer as well um especially if you're an entrepreneur because it is just us a lot of the time and some of us are fortunate to have small teams or medium-sized teams or you might have a massive team um but even then every team needs a leader and if things in your business are still reliant on you like they are in mine then if you're not doing good your business isn't doing good either Now, there are things you can put in place to protect your business against the times when you might be struggling a little bit, and that is really important, and I'll probably do a separate episode on that at some point, but it is just something to bear in mind. Um, And I say this as someone that struggles with their mental health on a regular basis and have done my entire life, so it's not that I'm telling you, you just need to sort yourself out, get yourself together. No, not at all. But you just need to be aware of it because often we let ourselves spiral, don't we? And we get into a position where things are really, really difficult and then it's hard to claw yourself back out again. So it's just good to have that little bit of preparation sometimes. So with that in mind, thinking about Mental Health Awareness Week, I want to talk about something that comes up a lot in my business coaching sessions with my clients and also in my one-to-one psychology work that I do with people as well. And that's this idea of stuckness, feeling stuck, feeling trapped, feeling as though there's no way out or if there is a way out, you don't know what it is and you don't know how to get there. Um, And this is important because as I've spoken about before in this podcast, lots of us become entrepreneurs, lots of us start our own businesses because we don't want to feel stuck anymore. We are maybe working a nine to five or an eight or 12, whatever kind of job you might be doing or maybe have done in the past. And there's lots that comes with that when you work for someone else, isn't there? There's lots of things that seem pointless, tasks that seem pointless that you have to do, deadlines that you have to meet. In some jobs, depending on the sector, you will have things put into your calendar. That never happened with me, but I would really hate that for meetings to be dropped into my calendar on my behalf or expected to attend things that you really don't want to or that seem pointless. Lots of paperwork, things that essentially are out of your control but you're expected to adhere to on a daily, weekly, monthly or quarterly basis. So lots of us want to break out of that mould and we start our own businesses because we want freedom, we want to call the shots, we want to say when we're going to do something or not do something. 
Unfortunately, though, what often then does happen is after the initial, oh my gosh, I'm free, <laughs> your business can then end up feeling like a prison all over it, prison all over again. Because essentially what happens is you are operating as an entrepreneur technically, but you still have that employee mindset. So some of the things that you might be doing in your business, like those kind of repetitive, monotonous tasks that happen every single day or every single week, you're still behaving in that employee mindset. So let's take an example of social media content. Some people love it, some people hate it. Most of us do it. You don't have to, but most of us will put something on Instagram or Facebook or TikTok. Um, You do not need to do that entire process. So I'll show you how it works in my business. So I write the content. I just choose to because it's my name on it and I'd like to say what I want to say. And I do have a message that I want to put across. So I will write the content, (laughs) what's going to happen in that post, what the words are going to be, maybe even the images, like an idea of images or things like that. I put that into a Google document and it goes off to one of my virtual assistants. She does all the graphics, she puts all of the um, text onto it and then she sends it back to me to take a look at and then she schedules it. She schedules it to go out onto whichever platform it's going onto. I don't do any of that. I used to and it used to take me a heck of a lot of time she's much faster much more efficient much better at it than I am so that's just one example of how I could be spending probably another three to four hours of my week doing all of that more probably Um, and it's something that she can do super super quickly so that's just one example but what I want to talk about today is actually bigger than that and this is this feeling of stuckness in relation to making decisions in your business. Now, these could be huge decisions like, do I bring on a team member? Do I get a premises? Do I, I don't know, uh, start my first online course? I mean, they feel like massive decisions at the time. They're not necessarily, they don't have to be, but they feel like it. Or these could be much, much smaller decisions. Do I post on Instagram every day or every week? Do I post at the same time? Or do I do one in the afternoon, one in the morning? It doesn't really matter what the decision is because (laughs) we can get paralyzed with any type of decision in our business or in our lives. And we end up feeling stuck once more because we don't make a decision. So we get caught up in what ifs. What if this happens? What if this doesn't happen? What will people think of me? What if no one wants to do my course? What if no one purchases my product? What if people talk about me? What if people badmouth me? What if I put a post on Facebook and other trainers come and denigrate me? What if, what if, what if? (laughs) And if you get stuck in that what if place, it's completely paralyzing. You are essentially completely trapped because you can't you feel like you can't move forward because there's always another what if what if what if and often our I've spoken about this before but often our close people our friends our family members our partners possibly they're not always the best people to talk about this with because they will often especially if they've got a vested interest or a financial vested interest even more so they will often have their own what ifs to throw into the, the party so you've got your own doubts and then they've just given you a few more to think about as well so 
people often come to me for business coaching and they're like, I just, I don't know what to do. I don't want to do this or this first or that first. What's the best strategy? What's the best thing? What will get me the result that I want faster? And I have to be honest with them and say, look, I don't know. It could be any of them because there's a million ways that you can launch a product or a service. There's a million ways that you can present something to people. And actually it's really very rarely about the methodology that you use. It's about the energy behind it. It's about the way you present it, the way you talk about it. It's about the people you present it to. Are they the right people for this product or service? Or are they just some people that have a bit of an interest, but it's not really for them? So actually, what I like to tell people is no decision is final. I think sometimes we get really caught up with the idea that if we make a decision, well, that's it now. I've made that decision. And then whatever happens, happens, good or bad. (laughs) You can change your mind as often as you like. It's your business. You can change your mind every day, every week, every month. (laughs) You can put something out there and you can retract it. You can put a price tag on something and you can lower it. You can increase it. You can, I don't know, um, you can maybe reach out to someone to ask to book a space and then decide I don't really want to do that anymore like of course we don't want to mess other people around it's not that you're just gonna play with people's feelings that's not what I'm saying but you get to test things you get to try something out test it I like it or I don't like it I'm gonna keep it or I'm gonna change it or I'm gonna get rid of it nothing is set in stone and this is actually something that I use as well in my personal life as a way to combat feelings of overwhelmed and trappedness take an example like moving house maybe you were going to buy a property or even if you're renting a property that can feel like a massive decision there's obviously a big financial implication even if you're renting it costs a lot of money to move you're potentially moving away from some important people in your life you might be changing your job you might have to move your animals maybe your children have to move schools like there's a lot involved and so it can feel like god this is such a big decision that this needs to be a final decision like I'm not going through this again (laughs) but actually if you do make that big decision and you do all of those things I've just said and more and you think you know what this wasn't the right move if it really feels like it wasn't right, you will change it because it's uncomfortable. We don't like feeling uncomfortable. (laughs) So please don't ever feel like any decision that you're making in your business is set in stone. Obviously, don't be reckless. Don't go and take out a £50,000 loan if you don't have the means to pay it back. But just any little tweaks and things that you want to do, just think of it as an experiment and think of it as a little bit of a, t- as a, a little bit of a test. Because if you don't make any decisions, you are keeping yourself stuck. You are voluntarily saying, oh, I'm just going to stay here. I'm just going to stay stuck right here. And essentially you are sabotaging your own success in that moment. And I speak as someone who has done it. (laughs) Um, Before we go, I'm just going to tell you a little bit about one of my coaching clients, Kaylee. She's given me permission to share this story in the podcast. She's quite excited actually. She's like, oh, listen to myself. (laughs) Didn't want to come on and speak though. That's a step too far. But Kaylee, um, so she was trapped in a really sticky situation when she first started coming to work with me. She hadn't really, I would say, made any decisions, small or big, since starting her business. So her business was about about six or seven months old, something like that. Um, She was working as a local dog trainer, 
And she also desperately wanted to do some online courses. She was really keen on getting a more global audience. She wanted to reach out to some more people. And she also wanted to start to be able to really support her family with her income. And she didn't feel like she was able to do that locally where she was. Now that in itself, as we discussed, was a bit of a limiting belief. There's always scope to bring more money into your business. But actually what we discovered when we had a conversation was that actually she was more interested in working online. It wasn't so much that there wouldn't be the opportunity to make more money locally, but actually what she wanted to do was work online. I was like, fantastic, let's do that then. Again, a decision which you can make and which you can go back on. (laughs) Nothing is ever set in stone. So One thing I like to do with all of my clients is I like to say, what would be an amazing amount to bring in each month? What would make you feel really like, this is comfortable for me. I've covered all of my bills, all of my business expenses. I've got some emergency rainy day money and I've got some stuff to treat myself with, to go and do fun stuff with my family or my friends. Like what would feel really good to you? What feels really good? And then we'll add at least 5k to it. So it's like, whoa, that's like scary money. (laughs) And she said 15,000. If I could bring in 15,000 each month, that's like insanity money to me. She's like, I used to make 18,000 a year. So this is crazy, but that would feel amazing. Okay, cool. What are you making right now? just under two so that's quite a big jump right to go from just under two to 15 that's a big (laughs) um and she was like I really want it it made her feel really excited you see her face light up over zoom (laughs) she was talking about it however she still refused to make any kind of decision any kind of move towards starting to plan this online course because she was like what if it's the wrong course what if I've decided the wrong topic what if I should have chosen something else what (laughs) what if what if what if what if what if and what we ended up doing is we made a hierarchy for her so we sat down together and we're like right okay so this is now this feels really super scary for you making this big decision so how can we split this into a bite-sized tiny little decision for you something that you could go yeah I could do that I could do that today and that's what we did so over the course of a month every single day I gave her a little tiny bite-sized thing that she could action easily that day that was going to bring her closer to that goal of her online course and what was really magical was that first couple of weeks she did that third and fourth week she was like give me more I want a bigger task I want something that's going to move me even closer and actually in that last final week she was doing mammoth things every single day like incredible use of time to get her to that place that she wanted to be so we got her to a point now where after just a couple of months she's gone from just under 2k a month already to 8k a month now I'm using figures because figures are what people understand. People can understand the difference between two and eight. It's not about the money though. Yes, the money's lovely and helpful and wonderful and all that good stuff. But it's more about 
actually showing herself, I can make decisions in my business. I am the CEO of my business. I'm capable. (laughs) I can do this. And that's especially hard if you have always worked for someone else. And you may have been in a managerial role or supervisory role and been able to make some decisions, but ultimately you weren't the key decision maker. And so that's a big jump for us. It's a big jump for all of us to suddenly be like, whoa, I'm in charge. It goes from exciting to scary quite quickly. (laughs) So What was the first thing that she said to me when she hit that milestone, that first milestone of having that really big month? The first thing she said to me was, I wish I'd done this sooner. (laughs) And I was like, that's what every single person says. And that's what I said too. Because once you do push yourself and make that jump, of course, you're then like, oh, well, I wish I'd done this like a year ago. (laughs) So... If you are currently someone that's sitting on the fence and you're umming and ahhing about a decision, however big or small in your business, can you break it down to little bite-sized bits? Or can you take the leap and just go for it? I used to do the bite-sized option because that felt safer. Now I just take big leaps and I go, eh, it'll work out or it won't, and then I'll figure something out. And that feels okay for me now. But if it doesn't feel okay for you just yet, try and break it down a little bit and, and see where you are. Um, If you would like my help with some business coaching for your dog business, do get in touch. You can drop us an email to info at pawsupdogs.com. We've got a few packages and courses and things available. So if that is of interest and you would like some support, do get in touch. But otherwise, I hope this episode has been helpful. Happy Mental Health Awareness Week, wherever you are in the world. It really doesn't matter. And I will catch you next time. All right, take care. Bye for now.